I have a message to share. It's not a very long one. And if I was to give this a title this morning, I'd call it, Let's Take a Moment to Forgive. How about we do that this morning? Let's take a moment to forgive. You know, we face lots of things in life and it's not all smooth sailing and the possibilities of getting hurt are endless and people say and do all sorts of terrible things and sometimes we do that to other people and we need the grace of God, don't we? We need to receive forgiveness, we need to extend forgiveness. Let's take a moment to forgive now, last Sunday, we were blessed by the ministry of Peter Horobin from LL Ministries in England. And he shared a message with us entitled, Investing in Obedience. And he was saying the most uh, worthwhile investment that you can make in this life is investing in obedience. Obedience to the Word of God and obedience to the God of the Word. And one of the things that came out quite clearly in his message was the importance of obeying God in the area of forgiveness. Obeying God by choosing to forgive. How many of you would agree that forgiveness is actually such an important thing in life? It really, really is. And so... I felt the Lord prompt me to give an opportunity, to give a moment where we can actually have an opportunity of extending forgiveness to other people, to anyone that may have wronged us. And in a sense, this is an opportunity to apply the word of God. Let me say this. You see, it's one thing to accept the importance of forgiveness, and you agree. Forgiveness, it's in the word, and it's what God calls us to do, and it's so important. But it's another thing to actually forgive somebody. And as believers, we can't only be hearers and agreeers, if I can put it that way. We have to be doers of the word. An example in just over three years ago in July 2014, Madri and I had a situation where we were mugged on the beach by two armed men. We were just enjoying a blissful time on the beach, just two of us. Uh, we were having a great time. We had the beach to ourselves. We're strolling down the beach, and, and this is a beach that we've gone to for many, many years. And all of a sudden, there's two guys that appear out of the distance, coming closer and closer. And as they come closer and closer, we realize they don't have fishing rods. <laughs> and so what happened there was a frightful situation of being mugged and held at knife point. And it got really aggressive. The whole thing took about four or five minutes. It got really aggressive. And at one point in time, when... 
One of the perpetrators realized we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have money because we don't take that to the beach, we don't take valuables, we don't take rings to the beach. He got so angry and his sizable knife, he took it, he's about a meter and a half from my chest and he threw it at my chest like this. But by God's grace, the blade didn't hit me, the handle hit and fell off to the ground. It was a frightening experience to undergo. But I thank the Lord that we were completely unharmed. Not a scratch, not on our hair on our heads was affected. Can we praise the Lord for that? And I still believe that the angel of the Lord encamps around us as his people. Now, after that had happened, let me tell you, it was traumatic. But we had to extend Forgiveness. We couldn't just leave it. When things happen where hurts and uh, traumas take place, you cannot just leave it. You have to do something about it. And so we had to extend forgiveness. Mandri and I went to meet with a couple that we, we know and love. And uh, we trust them in terms of prayer ministry. So we went and met with them and we prayed through those things You don't always have to have somebody pray with you through uh, extending forgiveness. But in our situation, because it was quite traumatic, we had this couple pray through us, pray through that with us and pray through those emotions and extend forgiveness. And today, I can honestly say that Mandri and I are free from that incident. We are completely free thanks to the grace of God. And I don't even believe there's a residue that remains. We we are free from that. Praise the Lord. Maybe a different example. Maybe you're here today and a friend really hurt you. Perhaps stabbed you in the back. Said all sorts of horrible things behind you. Behind your back about you. And maybe they did some horrible things. And you're thinking, well... It's wrong. It's wrong what they did. And yes, probably it is wrong what they did. But it's important in a situation like that you, that you don't only agree or assent to the fact that, oh yes, forgiveness is important, but you do nothing about it. You actually have to do something. There actually be, has to be a time when you forgive, when you release that person. Listen to this. Unforgiveness is severely detrimental to our lives. It is poisonous. Unforgiveness is one of the biggest hindrances to making progress in life. Sometimes people say, what's the problem? Why can't I just break through? Why can't I just get ahead? And there could be many reasons, but in some cases it could be because there is a stronghold of unforgiveness in your life. But you know what the good news is? Forgiveness brings freedom. Won't you say that with me? Forgiveness brings freedom. Now, please say it to the person next to you. Tell them, forgiveness brings freedom. And with today being a communion service, and in a few moments' time, we're going to partake in communion. And as you are listening to this broadcast... It's an opportunity for you to fetch some bread and some juice and that you can also partake in communion in a few moments' time. But this is a fitting occasion to have a moment of forgiveness. How many times in church life have you actually had an opportunity 
in a public service to extend forgiveness. And so I want to invite you to take full use of this opportunity. It could actually make a dramatic difference in your life today. And as I share just one or two little scriptures with you around this, wouldn't you allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to you if there is anyone that you may need to forgive today? And we invite you, Holy Spirit, to minister, to bring to mind any person or any situation that may need to be dealt with. And in Matthew chapter 6, we see that Jesus, he gave the Lord's Prayer, as we've come to know it, he gave the Lord's Prayer to his disciples, and the Lord Jesus also taught them about forgiveness. And in Matthew 6 verse 12, in the, NR, uh, the New King James Version, it says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Notice that underlined phrase, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Those three words, as we forgive, has that ever really stood out for you? The same verse, Matthew 6, 12, in the Living Bible, puts it very beautifully. It says, forgive us our sins just as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us. Isn't that interesting? Just as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us. Now, let me tell you, this is very crucial. And take note of what I'm saying here. Jesus teaches us to forgive others in the same manner that we want Father God to forgive us. Do you know that? Do you realize that? Do you understand that? Jesus is teaching us to forgive others in the same way, in the same manner that we want Father God to forgive us. Let the Lord speak to you today. So do you see the important role that you and I have to play? And so because of this, we cannot expect to receive forgiveness from God if we are refusing to forgive other people. That's what the Bible says. And maybe you might be here today and secretly you just want to receive God's forgiveness. Because you don't want to forgive another person because... Uh, no, but you just want God's forgiveness, but you don't want to... It doesn't work like that. The principle doesn't work like that. We live in a world where there are physical laws. One of the well-known physical laws is the law of gravity. And you and I are subject to that law, whether we like it or not. If we choose to ignore the law of gravity you could end up falling down a flight of stairs and seriously injuring yourself. But then there are also spiritual laws. And do you know that you and I are subject to spiritual laws? Whether we like them or not, or, or are keen to adhere to them or not, we are still subject to those spiritual laws. And one such law is the law of forgiveness. It is a law. It operates whether or not we like it. And you see, if you and I choose to ignore the law of forgiveness, then we could end up falling into emotional pain, into distress, and into bondage. And we don't want that. 
But if we extend forgiveness, we can enjoy the benefits of freedom. Can you say amen? Amen. Now, the last scripture I want to highlight is also in Matthew 6, verse 14 and 15. It says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Thank you, Lord. But we have to carry on reading in verse 15. It says, But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Now you might say, that's a bit harsh. That's, I don't like that. That's a bit harsh. But let me tell you, our God is perfect in all His ways. There's two sides to God's character. Justice and mercy. And he knows how the balance should be perfectly kept. And I want to submit to you today that what it says in Matthew 6 verse 14 and 15 is perfect. We sing that song, Good, Good Father, which says you are perfect in all your ways. And God is perfect in this regard. And so simply we need to know that we cannot harbor unforgiveness. If you're sitting thinking that you're going to get by successfully with harboring unforgiveness, you can't. Sir, ma'am, hear me today. It's poison. You don't want it in your life. You cannot harbor unforgiveness. Now, let me ask you this question. It's on your screen. Is there anyone that you need to forgive? Is there anyone that you need to forgive? A few quick reasons why we should forgive. Because God requires us to do so. Because Jesus died on the cross to forgive our sins and we should respond in kind. We should forgive because it brings freedom from bondage, bitterness and emotional pain. We should forgive because it can aid in physical health and well-being. We should forgive because it releases the flow of God's grace in your life. Because when you forgive, you're actually humble. And God says, if you're humble, I will pour grace upon you. He gives grace to the humble, but he opposes the proud. When you don't want to forgive, you're actually being prideful. When you choose to forgive, you're humbling yourself and the grace flows. And so now, I'd like to lead us in a prayer of forgiveness. Can we have that on the screen? It is on the screen. Now, this is a prayer in which you can have an opportunity, each one of us, to actually forgive somebody. And there's a part in the prayer where it says, name of person or persons. And when it gets to that point in the prayer, just quietly under your breath, just say the name of the person. Don't say, Father, I forgive Chris. (laughs) Forgive Chris. Okay, don't don't do that. Just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I forgive to Chris. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm going to lead you in this prayer, even though we could all read it together. For the sake of those listening to this broadcast, it helps that they can, phrase by phrase, say this after me. And so I'd like to encourage all of us to pray this prayer out aloud, phrase by phrase. I will lead you in this prayer. Here is a moment of forgiveness. 
And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are working here right now. Why don't you pray this after me? Heavenly Father, I choose to forgive. Now, would you mention just softly one or two of those names? Might just be one name. Might be two or three. Might be several names. Just mention that name under your breath. Just mention that name under your breath. Just mention that name. Might be another name, just mention it as well. Just mention another name. Now pray after me. I choose to forgive them for what they did to me. I release them into the freedom of my forgiveness. I choose not to hold a grudge against them any longer. And I pray this prayer from my heart in Jesus' name. And now we're going to pray a prayer of breaking off any negative effect from what was there. Pray this after me. Now I ask you, Lord, that you break every chain of ungodly influence they have had upon my life and every hold that Satan has had upon me through what they did. Now I thank you, Lord, that you set me free. I receive that freedom. I receive your grace in Jesus' name. And we say, Amen. Amen.